0: You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 31, the when, then game, and how to heal those beliefs. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself and doing it with me today. If you're new to the show, welcome. I am a retired WBFF bikini pro, and in this show, uh, we go over and I provide holistic solutions for your fitness, nutrition, and mindset, Uh, but I think I need a new tagline intro, you guys. Let's do a little game. Can you send me what you think I should say? Uh, Because this show is so much more than that, and it's quickly turned into a personal development podcast, which... I am not mad about Um, the last couple episodes. We have been talking a little bit more about food peace and body acceptance and Um, mindset when it comes to our body image and that is because this is the last week that I'm enrolling for my signature group program which is called Mindset Makeover Academy and in this program we are helping you heal those beliefs around your body image, um, around your struggles with food, and we do it through personal development, deep inner work, and self-love. So that's what makes this pro- make blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what makes this program so different and so effective is that it's not a meal plan, it's not a workout challenge. Uh, it's truly a space for you to turn inward and to heal and to grow, to challenge your beliefs and then to learn uh, through the curriculum that I created how to be your highest self. So Um, A couple of the different modules we go through are values, boundaries, self-worth, self-love, routines, rituals, um, and we really just redesign your lifestyle for you. Um, And then you have accountability and support and on-demand mentorship with me, which – is really helpful (laughs) because I really, really, really care about my clients. Um, Your success is my success, and yeah, that's what I love doing. So if that is something that you've been wanting to be a part of, you've heard me talk about it, you've heard my clients come on the show, you've heard their transformations, this is the last time I'm coaching it live. So get in, apply today. The enrollments are going to close on February 7th. If you head over to my Instagram, you can read more about the program there, about who it's for, who it's not for, what it entails, what the phases are like, Um, So, and you're probably getting my emails, so that's uh, where you'll find more details. So now for this week's episode, we're talking about the heart pillar, and I have a really special episode for you today because in order for me to explain what the heart pillar does, I need to tell you the backstory on how I became a coach and how I became the post-competition expert. I'm doing air quotes that you see now. Um, And I am only where I am now because I decided to stop playing the when-then game, which sounds like this. I'll be happy when I lose by five pounds. Once I compete, then I'll be a credible coach. When I get to X, then I'll have X. Does that sound familiar? Um, Basically, to wrap that all up in a sentence, um, if you think that your confidence or your self-love is going to be handed to you at the finish line of either your goal weight or your body or whatever thing that you're putting there, that thinking is flawed. Um, and in the heart pillar, what we work on is healing those beliefs about yourself so that you can get out of that when-then game and you can start loving, appreciating, and, and taking action steps towards success now. So if you don't believe me, maybe I can convince you. Uh, so tune into this episode to give you kind of a recap of really what we're going to be talking about is... Um, my self-love journey, and how the finish line didn't give me what I wanted, Uh, the space between where you are now and where you want to be is not an aesthetic, and I'll explain why, how to do the internal work to validate yourself, and then five journal prompts for you to do the inner work. Super exciting. The journal prompts are also going to be in the blog post that accompanies this episode, so you can go there to check it out. So let's get into it. Um, my story, I've told you guys, I think bits and pieces of my story, you know all about my competition journey and binge eating, Um, but in a nutshell, I struggled with binge eating on and off throughout the five years that I competed. Um, The last show I did was in August of 2017, and I had just finished a two-year sprint of competing in five back-to-back shows. Throughout those two years, I um, really, really lived and thrived in the competition prep lifestyle, loved tracking my macros, loved working out. My boyfriend now has been loved working out too. I mean, it's just what we did. It was really easy for me to live that lifestyle. But as I kept doing more shows, I developed this belief that the way I looked is what made me credible. Like I was like, well, I'm – An expert and a pro because I look like this, or um, I am worthy because I have worked so hard and look at what I have achieved. So I started really creating this like self induced bubble of perfectionism and control. And when I was in that bubble, then I was successful and happy. And after that show, um, I quickly gained 20 pounds. And uh, my binge eating behaviors had come back, my self-worth hit an all-time low again, and I just, I felt awful. Like, I felt so badly about myself because um, this had happened before in 2013, and when I got back into competing, I promised myself to do it in the healthiest way possible. And even though I did with macros and, you know, whatever, it still brought back The binge eating behavior because, like I've told you guys so many times, our food issues are not really about food themselves, but there's always a deeper seated emotion underneath it. So Here I am, 20 pounds heavier, and at that time in 2017, I really wanted to get my online business going. Um, I had been sharing to my Instagram for, you know, two and a half years at that point without really selling anything. I just was sharing my journey, really valuable content about training and nutrition and rest and everything that I was doing for my shows um, because I did prep myself for quite a few of them and, you know, motivation, inspiration, and so I was ready to start my business. But then I gained all this weight, and I, like I said, just felt so badly, and it was so hard to put myself out there. And not even putting myself out there from a coaching perspective, but putting myself out there again just as Shanae, I stopped filming workout videos to share on my Instagram feed because I had gained so much weight. I only worked out at the gym with the sweater on, and I only worked out like in the evenings or on the weekends when the other trainers that I knew or the members that I see all the time weren't there because I was so self-conscious of how I looked. Um, It was hard. And, you know, thankfully, I had a couple online clients. I had a really amazing personal training business. So like my – nothing, you know, nothing terrible happened to me, but it was just – how I felt about myself. And then because of me feeling bad about myself and my confidence now was down, whereas just six months ago I was like on a freaking high, a new belief was created in me where that belief was I'm not worthy now because I've gained weight. And when I can lose this post-comp rebound weight, then I'll be happy. When I lose this weight, then people will hire me as a coach. Um And that drove my negative self-thoughts for a really long time. So um, between 2017, the end of that, and like 2018, there's about a period of six months where I um, had a turning point. And that turning point was um, actually in April of 2018. And that's, um, again, at my heaviest weight ever. I um, went to a bodybuilding show, a pro show with – or not a pro show, the LA show – with my client who's competing and she was my first client um and I really didn't want to (laughs) go it was gonna be the first show that I showed up at without not competing because before this I had done every single show possible um and also 20 pounds heavier and as a just a side note I'm five feet tall so 20 pounds is a lot of weight on my really small frame like I'm a small human (laughs) and I was miserable. I was unhappy. I kept trying to diet before that show so that I could quote unquote look better because I thought I would feel better. Um, But the more I tried to diet, the more I binged. And she won that weekend. And that was the turning point for me when I was like, wow, I'm not in any physical shape that I thought I, I would be. Yet here I am as a successful coach. Like I just successfully coached this woman who is a first-time competitor to win her pro card. She doesn't even have a social media. And, like, I look like this. And so that's when I started thinking, like, all right, like, I'm so tired of being miserable. Like, I just don't want to be miserable anymore. I don't want to binge anymore. If this is the body that has been given to me and this is the body that I'm going to be in the rest, from, rest of my life, and I just had this girl win, and that's evidence and proof that my body is not indicative of my knowledge, then I'm ready to accept it. And I came to a place of acceptance. I came to a place of healing, um, and healing as in like, I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm, I am okay with this. And that same weekend, I was actually at a, um, business conference and Lori Harder was there and she was sharing about how, um, sharing your vulnerability is a lot of what creates connection for like your audience. And that weekend I decided, you know what, I'm going to start talking about my post-competition journey. And, um, I hadn't talked about it before. I had actually just stopped talking about competing in general and, talking about having a healthy lifestyle and I basically came out and I was like this is how I'm feeling about myself the weight gain has done this to me this is how I'm feeling this is what I'm doing to heal and um this is what competing can do to you um so please be very careful if you decide to compete again and when I started to share my story I started to gain a lot of clients and in 2018 I signed on something like 20 new clients that year so um The point of me sharing that story was that I really wanted to start a business. My belief was when I lose this post-comp rebound weight, then people will hire me. Then I'll have a business. Then I'll be happy, which was so not true. And it's also not true for you if you're telling yourself when I lose these next 10 pounds, then I'll be happy. When I finally win a show, then I'll be a credible competition coach. When I do this – Then I'll have that. It's just not true. So, um, if you don't like where your body is right now, like, even if you did achieve that thing, there's also no, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Like, there's not, not that it's proof, but if you don't like your body now, I don't even know if you're going to like it later. And I know that for sure because that happened to one of my clients. She hated herself more when she was lean because all she could think about is how she's not good enough yet. So this brings me to my next point, which I would really, really want you to write down. And we'll make a quote card of this. But the space between like where you are now and where you want to be is not an aesthetic. It's your internal work to validate yourself. And this is what healing is is about. And this is what the heart pillar is about. And working on your heart set is we take those false beliefs and we have courage and love for ourselves to grow from it. We do the work to turn those stories around, to rewrite them, to shift your paradigms, shift your patterns, shift your thoughts, shift your habits. Um, And I know it sounds like so vague And for a long time, I, like, really couldn't figure it out. But here's what it looks like. So I'm going to list all what internal work actually looks like. It looks like journaling, meditating, coaching programs, therapy, if that's something um, that you've never dove into, um, even just counseling. Um, It looks like rest from the gym rest from life, rest from social media. It looks like you sitting down every single day and carving out time to be with yourself. And some of the things that you will also have to start to like, When do I say be with yourself? It, it means the journaling, um, but also like it's have you ever spent 20 minutes just sitting by yourself like it doesn't have to be meditating but not doing anything like not buffering with food or alcohol or people or instagram have you ever just sat down and was like what is going on in my mind right now probably not because it's scary and you're avoiding all those problems because you keep telling yourself well when I get that then I'll be happy and I can't be happy right now for myself right like I Know how that feels, and it's just not true. So, part of the journaling and the work is going to also include starting to question what your definition of success is and starting to redefine it for yourself. So, back then, my definition of success was uh, having abs all the time, becoming a champion, having you know a million clients and a million Instagram followers like, that's literally what I thought success was, and I When I didn't achieve that success because, hello, that's not really what I wanted. What I really wanted was to be seen and loved and accepted. Then I started to redefine it for myself. And the kicker is I started giving it to myself. So that's what the healing work is. Uncovering all these things that you're trying to get from, you know, when I do this, then I'll get X. So if that X is success, love, happiness, clients how can you now then in this present moment give it to yourself we've talked about this on other podcast episodes i think the self sabotage one um and that work takes time um it's never done it's a daily process of checking in with yourself and more importantly it's a process of staying gentle open compassionate with what you discover um ooh more internal work looks like what i forgot to mention body work, so um, like self-care, baths, massages. um, If you want to go into the woo-woo, you can get energy healing. Um, I do that as uh, well as I did – I went to a retreat last year in September, and um, Dr. Brett Jones was there, and he is like a shamanic chiropractor. So when he does adjustments, he's not only adjusting your muscles and your bones, but he's really adjusting the energy in your body. And I can't remember if I've told you guys a story about this or not. And I'm going to tell you now because if I say I'm going to tell you later, I'm going to forget. But I was at a – it was called the Activation Retreat, which is a um, – a, Uh, Example of doing internal work, I invested, like, you know, $2,500 into this experience. I went and I stayed at a cabin with strangers for four days and three nights, and I was really nervous about going, Um, and – The work we did there really was, we cried all weekend basically, but we really shared these vulnerable pieces of ourselves and I, full disclosure, I went with the intention of getting clarity on my business and what I want to do and what I got out of it was clarity on all the different pieces of myself that I still have yet to heal and connect with that I've been trying to get from my business. Does that make sense? So I've been trying to feel successful, trying to feel connected, trying to feel loved um, through all the people that I help, but that's not gonna work. I realize um I gotta give that to myself. Um so Dr. Brett was there and he was giving um shamanic chiropractor whatever adjustments, and I was laying on this table and I'm not joking, and I'm not exaggerating, and we did absolutely no drugs, but when he scanned my body, because he's a Reiki practitioner too, I believe, um, I felt him, like I felt my body lift off off the table and rotate as if he was like examining me, and then my eyes like went to the back of my head, and they were fluttering, and it was the most Trippiest experience, so out of body. I believe in it. It was so woo woo. I loved it. And um, basically, he like examined my body and my energy, my chakras, and then he did an adjustment. And um, he, you know, he he asked me beforehand, "Is there anything you don't want me to see?" And I was like, "Nope, I'm an open book." (laughs) And he sensed or gauged or felt that I had an imbalance in my sacral chakra, which is the center of your creativity, um, it's where your womb is, and all this stuff, and and it really resonated with me because he, before that we were talking about how I have such a high attachment to expectations, and he was telling me how there's been a rise in the female. We've got so many female entrepreneurs and coaches and female-owned businesses, but there is no rise in feminine power feminine energy and he was like just like how you were leading all your competition preps through masculine energy you're also leading your business with masculine energy when you can learn to let go of the expectation of how things should be and instead learn to tap into like flow and energy and what you want to do versus what you think you should be doing then he's he was like i think you're going to feel more alignment and more joy, my two words for 2020, um, in your business and how you help people because because remember how I said my definition of success was having a million clients? I've told you guys before, uh I had so many clients and I overextended myself and I overworked myself. So um it was like a this man who never known me before, never, you know, talked to me for, I don't know, two hours within the day um, picked all this up and I was like, dang, okay. And then that's when I discovered, okay, so there are some different beliefs that I can still continue, that I get to continue to heal new, um, patterns I get to shift. So when I find myself going into a pattern of overworking, I step back and I ask myself, okay, why do I feel like I need to overwork myself? What am I trying to prove? And it's a constant daily thing and, um, getting centered. So, I've done this with my body image and I've done this with food, right? I've been able to heal those aspects of myself. But um, when you're getting out of the when-then game, um, or what I meant to say is when you reach a new level, there's always new devils. Um, So this when-then game stuff – Never truly ends, but when you are more self aware, when you do the internal work, you can see where the problems arise and then you um, immediately have an opportunity to work on yourself. So um, when I find myself getting sucked back into the when then stuff or like old beliefs that aren't serving me, I'm immediately able to shift pretty freaking quickly. Um, And I did it this week on my Instagram stories and I was like crying on my Instagram stories sharing with you guys. But really like that's what the heart pillar is about. It's about healing these old beliefs about ourselves um, and really coming to a place of acceptance and love and saying, you know what? I'm looking for success and love and happiness, you know, when I reach that point. I'm going to choose to stop believing that and I'm going to choose to start believing in myself now, to have acceptance for myself now, no matter – it doesn't matter what my body looks like. It doesn't matter if I've gained 100 pounds and I'm, you know, not happy. I'm going to love myself and accept myself now for who I am. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I don't even know why I went on that tangent. Oh, i was telling you guys about Dr. Brett. So that is internal work and – I would not have been able to be where I am now. It's now January. Oh, February 1st today. Um, The space between September and now... Like me being able to um, put this content out that has been more around personal development and um, really speaking from my heart and stepping more into my purpose, that was only able to happen because I continued to heal and I continued to shift and I continued my internal work. Like it didn't stop after my food and body image stuff, it's continuing on. So All that to say, please stay gentle, please stay open, please stay compassionate with yourself and whatever you discover, um, because you might discover, like I discovered that it's actually not about your business and it's more about you. You might discover that it's actually not about you fitting into those jeans, but you reconnecting with your husband. It's not about you being able to eat peanut butter moderately, but you being able to process your emotions about that conversation you have with your mom. You see where I'm going with this? Like it's just so much deeper and you won't know until you decide to do the work. And I'll say it again. Food and body image issues are always a symptom of something else. (laughs) A symptom of something else, of something greater, of something deeper. Okay. If you're not there yet too, it's okay. It's all a process. But you're in the right place. You're not behind. Uh, You're not too slow. (laughs) Your progress is not too slow. You're not behind. Where you are is perfect. So journal prompts. You ready for this? These will also be in the accompanying blog post, just so you know, um, which you can just scroll down to the show notes and get. But I have one, two, three, four, five journal prompts for you. So I'm just going to say them out loud. Um, so in case you can write them down, you can write them down right now. Uh, The first one is what is the story you're telling yourself about what you must be, achieve, or have before you're worthy of X? So an example of X is love, success, respect, confidence. Are you waiting for a quote-unquote better version of yourself to arrive or holding on to something you once were in a tip a closet clean out is a great tool for this. Get rid of those leggings that don't fit you anymore. You know you know I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Those leggings that just don't fit anymore because you bought them when you're on prep and you were, you know, ten pounds emaciated anyways. Throw them away. Um, question number three. Thinking about your quote unquote goal. Like is that a body goal, um, a weight goal, competition goal? Um success goal, happiness goal, what is the space between you and that thing? Get real deep and clear with yourself on this. And you're not allowed to say it's an aesthetic because we already covered why it's not. (laughs) Question number four, what is one thing you can do today that honors what you want for yourself while changing your old beliefs and stories? This is a hard one, so I'm going to give you an example when i was struggling with my body image 20 pounds heavier you know whatever whatever i decided and and thinking that i wasn't going to be a credible coach unless i lost weight what i did to challenge that belief and that story was i started to create content and create mini lessons on my stories and i you know had been a personal trainer for many 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 years and i dieted myself and this girl just, my client just went pro. It's like, obviously I have a lot to share. Um, I don't have to wait until I'm, you know, whatever size again to to share my knowledge. So I just started sharing. And I know so many of you that are listening to this podcast have been following me since then and you devoured those mini lessons. We did them on nutrition and mindset and fitness and rest days and so much stuff. I should actually resurrect those mini lessons and put them somewhere. But that's an example of an action that I took that day instead of waiting until I was skinnier. Question number five, how can you gently move yourself closer to what you want most for yourself? And gently is the key word there. No forcing, no masculine energy, no just, you know, heavy push, 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 allow, surrender, take time. Don't think that you have to heal yourself in a week. Like don't even put timelines on it. Um... Really, be really kind and gentle with yourself through this process, and it will move faster. <laughs> um, last but not least, I just really want to remind you that you're worth it. Um, your story matters, you matter. Whatever is on your heart to share, do, be, it matters. It really does. I truly believe that we were all placed on this earth for a specific reason. And if you have a desire or a calling to be a coach or to help people or to in some way just be like a kind and loving person for someone else, um, you're worthy enough to do that right now, not when you've lost weight or When you've stopped binging or when you are, you know, have abs, it's not – or when you have X amount of followers, no. You're worthy right now, today. So that's it for this week's episode and this is the last call for Mindset Makeover Academy. Again, in this academy, I will be mindset mentoring you (laughs) to achieve food peace and body acceptance through personal development self-love and deep inner work. If you love the personal development, the self-love and the deep inner work but towards your life and your goals, just hold on and wait because I have another um, something in the works. I told you guys a couple months ago or like in December that I felt really called to work with Um, a group of you long-term, like six months, like a mastermind. And I've been getting so many amazing messages, um, DMs from you guys who are listening to the show who are loyal listeners, so thank you. And I do have something in the works for you um, if you want to do the work like that towards your life and not specifically towards body acceptance and food freedom. So MMA is specifically for those people and the reason why I'm so specific with it is because um you get better results that way. <laughs> uh it's just how it is. Um so anyhow, thank you so much to apply for the program. Just go down to the show notes and it's there. Um even if you think that you can't make the investment, still please apply. Um because hearing what you're struggling with and what your story is, I can then um, give you some advice on it, you know, via email or send you to specific podcasts you just listen to. Or maybe I can have you on the show and coach you live um, so that we can all benefit from your breakthrough. So you guys, I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you so much for being here. Um, don't forget to be your highest self. Bye now.